0: Good morning, good afternoon, good night, my dears. Welcome to the Worldwide Podcast. I missed this. I kind of missed this. It's been two weeks. We don't do the podcast. We don't record. So we just came out from this break with an amazing country, which is Bulgaria. But before introducing our guest, I just want to ask, how is it going? How's it going? Where have you been?
1: A lot. To a lot of places. Hey, guys.
0: Yeah, long time. No record. But...
1: Man, the past weeks have been amazing. I've been able just to do a trip in Belgium to visit people that I've met abroad. And I was able to meet people from all of the four countries that I have lived abroad. So Italy, Croatia, the Netherlands, and South Africa, which is the most insane one. So it was just amazing to meet all those people again, to see them, chat with them. And as soon as I came back to Portugal, a friend of mine from Germany that I met in South Africa is actually here in my home, and we're just chilling and uh, showing him around some stuff. So, so it's good. It's good to be around international people again because I missed it. And um, and yeah, I'm ready to listen to a more Slavic country, Balkan country. Let's begin the podcast with Bulgaria. So,
0: so, so Nick, okay, introduce, introduce our... yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, hi guys. Uh, it's me. I'm Nicoleta from Bulgaria, but I'm originally from there now living in Zagreb, Croatia. And I'm here to give more insight to those two about Bulgarian culture maybe traditions, people, and language. Maybe who knows? Uh, 100%. <laughs> what that's is...
1: what we want. That's For what really? we want. Because <laughs> b- before starting this podcast, and I actually had talked with Nikki about something which I and most people also don't know much about Bulgaria and the countries, let, let's say, below Croatia uh, and below Serbia, because normally Slovenia, Croatia, Serbia, Montenegro, they're like the, the prime touristic countries of the Balkans. Then you have Albania, which is getting a, bit, a better image now. It is true, but still has, let's say, not a touristic image to the fullest like Croatia and then also Kosovo, um uh North Macedonia and Bulgaria. So for sure I'm ready to learn a little bit and for our viewers to be re- like, okay, fuck Russia, let me travel to Bulgaria.
0: <laughs> and Guilherme, I don't know about you, but the first thing that comes to my mind is Harry Potter. I, I don't know about you. But for what? me, wait,
3: like preface, because Victor Cruz
0: Bro, because of Victor Cruz Was he from Bulgaria? The- yeah, for real, bro. Oh, and no. Quidditch stuff, like because you're playing really good Quidditch. And that I was...
2: beefcake, that's
0: cute. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our and, guy. and I was kid, I was thinking that it was like a made up count, made a country for you know, that really? JK Rowling oh was creating and kind of stuff. Oh my God. Yeah, when I was kid, when I was kid, but okay. then I grew okay. up and then uh, like, I okay. got to know that Bulgaria <laughs> is actually a country, like you know,
2: <laughs> imagine like Genovia and stuff, right? Yeah, for
1: real. <laughs> Wow, that oh actually I, God. I i hadn't remembered he took uh, all all his school was from Bulgaria. That is yeah. interesting, actually. My God, okay, actually, one thing that I want to start off. why, Nikki, did you move from Bulgaria to Croatia? Let's go from first
2: there. okay. <laughs> first, it was because of education, and I really like the Erasmus program here in the University of Algebra. And uh, I also was like you, uh, Joao, I didn't know where Croatia was and I didn't know anything about it. And I didn't know even where it was located on the map. And I was like, okay, let me start searching. Do I go to Spain? Do I go to Lithuania? Do I go to Croatia? And as soon as I saw the subjects in the mm, guidelines, what the year will look like in algebra here, I was like, that's it. That's my place. They have robotics. They have gaming. They have... A lot of interesting subjects that are way advanced in my uh, home university and I just want to explore the, uh, the their subjects there and I was like first here because of the Erasmus and then I signed up for another Erasmus and I came back again. Uh, for the time being also I was kind of in a relationship for four years as well, right. so a little bit love, a little bit education, <laughs> it was kind of mixed. Always then- happens this-
0: all this is the spice well- of love. <laughs> In those yeah. moving stuff i feel you i feel you I Feel you
2: decide of course <laughs> new experiences new people new faces it's normal and uh, then it happens that i started uh, also uh, searching for jobs here because of that potential living he- option for living here uh and then 2020 i started working for a creation company and moved completely here and First of all, I liked it mostly because of the nature and the coast. I was like, whatever happens, with that education happens. I need to go see that coast and the islands and the the parks and everything. And when I visit also the castles, one of my favorite, which is uh, Trakoscan here in Croatia, Mm -hmm. I was like, I belong in this country. I feel like I have been here like a few decades ago and I feel amazing. And I really kind of immersed into the culture. And also the language was quite um, easy. And uh, how to say not easy, but I really enjoyed learning it. So it was Mm. a great match for me. And I was like, okay.
1: (laughs) no, for sure. I I really see your point. In terms of like the country Croatia, because you have the beautiful coast, you have the nature, and then you have the nightlife of Zagreb. I mean, oh, yeah split the split is amazing. Zadar yeah. is amazing, but Zagreb has has something different than the other one. He has that student vibe. He has that yeah. uh, bar scene of like a more local but yet still alive place. Yeah. and for me, I wouldn't live anywhere else in Croatia besides Zagreb. I say this to the core. Best okay. <laughs> tra- transportation, the trams. Ron knows it because he's been to Croatia and into and, and Zagreb. The Bureks, yeah. the Chevapis, <laughs> everything. It's amazing. It was I love the, the only country. city
0: I've been in Croatia, actually.
1: Oh, really? So yeah, oh. I didn't go
0: to the coast and kind of oh, because I had a friend wow. doing Erasmus right there in Zagreb as well mm. before Guilherme. And and yeah, I visited I visited the city, and I had my arm broken, so I couldn't you know swim and kind of stuff. So that's why I chose <laughs> yeah. I chose Zagreb to visit. But it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I do agree with Guilherme, The nightlife is pretty cool. The transportation is pretty amazing. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you don't have to buy the tickets for <laughs> traveling. <Sometimes> to... Never, <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's never. A
2: secret. That's uh, a secret. Yeah, guys that's actually pretty
0: cool. pretty. And also the food. The food is the food culture yeah. right there is pretty cool.
2: But if you're an active person, uh, you can, I, that why I like Zagreb is because you can do more than just clubbing and sightseeing. There's so many sports clubs and events going on, especially during the summer and during the winter even there are like festivals uh, like the culture level here is much higher there is much things to do and to choose from and um, even if you're introvert or extrovert uh, if you want to read books in the library you have like places where you can sit and have a drink and read the books that the library gives you to you and there is like so many things that you can just google and find and join in groups and enjoy
1: Actually, there's something really interesting that you just said about the, the little events that the city has because I was having mm-hmm. this conversation with my German friend just now, which yeah. he, he called it familial, which is a word. in. Uh, he said it was a word in German. It's, okay. There's an opposite word and familial for him mm-hmm. is when a city is alive in a way that there's so much for everyone to do. Uh, so there's, there's something for for someone. So either you like to do this or that, there's something in the city that you can do. So that goes with pop up events around the the city, Um, just how walkable the city is. So you don't Mm -hmm. feel that freedom. And Zagreb, to be honest, has so much of that. You can walk throughout the city super easily. Um, You have the trams without any cars that it's super accessible to go to. You have those little events, wintertime and summertime. I've seen it both. And yeah, they're really, really nice all of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, just to the, just to get together in the theater that people have and in Yarun Lake. It's just like yeah. there's not many cities that have that, which is crazy to think like mm-hmm. all of Italy. I could say even Bologna, they don't have that um, that togetherness that Zagreb had, which is quite interesting because a lot of people see the Balkans and they're like, oh, it's like cold Eastern Europe. But
3: yeah. thank God
1: I, I've lived there to say it's actually quite the opposite. There's even more togetherness than in Spain. I would say that maybe not Barcelona, but even if you compare to Barcelona, there's like almost the same level, like super, let's say, monuments that people just get around and they drink together. And uh, I'm sure maybe you can say the same. Uh, But yeah.
2: Well, I don't know if you were here when the pandemic started, but uh, we were hanging out every single night around the National Theatre. Mm-hmm. There were like parties every night around the national theater. No,
1: I know. remember fully. Portugal was so bad. Oh, I it. As soon as I arrived I in, it. in Croatia,
2: so I was ooh, like, yeah,
0: COVID-free zone." <laughs> yeah,
2: that that says a lot about how we come together uh, as a cold Eastern or Middle European, like no, no such thing.
1: No, 100%. <laughs> and maybe you can even like compare a little bit like the um, how people are with each other from Bulgaria to Croatia. How would you say like Bulgarians are in terms of uh, inviting people to, let's say, get-togethers in the city and um, in comparison to Croatia, for example.
2: Well, uh, I haven't been home like uh, for a long time. Like, but I would say that I think the warmness and the welcoming, especially in our generations, is pretty much the same. I even would say that uh in younger generations probably they're much more inviting and much more talk like social and less afraid or ashamed to approach each other and to talk because of all social media that gives us like to put down mm-hmm. those barriers and as soon as you see someone that is filming something or just talking about the subject, you can usually uh, easily interact with them and just mix with the group and conversations especially if it's like a park or a gathering place where you can do that so i think it's pretty similar yeah it depends on the person actually from person to person but course, yeah. the younger they are is it's much easier to be approached and have a nice conversation and hang out mm.
0: for real i mean i have the same the same feeling as you. I mean, the young generation, people are actually more, more chill than the, the old yeah. ones. I mean, uh, when I went to Poland, people were saying like, watch out, you all there is dangerous. Maybe you're going to see racist and kind of stuff. Oh, okay. And I I mean, I, I felt something, but it was always, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I was target only with the old people, you know. I wasn't yeah. target for, for the young ones. So I, I, I have the think... feeling that, People like are more chilled, and that's There's that's pretty suspicious. much this stereotype. It's pretty yeah, much a stereotype.
2: More, uh, the old people are just more cautious, skeptical, and suspicious, that's
0: and conservative it. as well. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's with the old Bulgarians as well. So, if uh, even here in Croatia, whenever I hosted uh, two German people the, for the first time in my you know uh, in this place here, mm-hmm. and uh, the landlady was like where are those people did you brought them from the streets what's going on do we have to call the police and like what <laughs> the hell? just because they had backpacks and in her head it was already oh my god they're fugitives. there, there's something oh. going on oh, i Jesus. don't know what kind of scenarios got, went through her head but you see it's just the generation that been through through so many things that they just the, the Their whole existence, is yes, don't trust that on the first, you know. That's why I have high hopes
0: yeah. for the future. I mean, yeah. the next <laughs> generations are, they're going to be happier for you. Yeah, and, so. and I'll also
1: just say, in terms of the Balkan countries at least, like, they've been through the Yugoslavian war, the separation oh, yeah. of the country. So, obviously, yeah. like, the older generation is always a little bit cautious but- and a little bit more...
2: I, if I have to compare Bulgaria and uh, Croatia, I would say Croatian generation is much more flexible, accepting, not not so judgmental. And, and I like that people here are not staring at you, although mm. they obviously know that you're not from here. They don't stare at you because, of course, they ask me every day, are you from Spain? Are you from Asia? Where are you from? <laughs> and they speak to me to Ingl- in English. Until this day, <laughs> but I mean, they're just much more polite. Where in Bulgaria, they will be like,
3: <laughs> mm, <laughs>
1: You, you will get the looks
2: directly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah straight yeah. to your face.
1: <laughs> Examining you, I yeah. like, but was Bulgaria part of Yugoslavia? Did it also no. participate in? No. Okay, mm.
2: no, it was not we mm. we don't have any uh, information how hard and difficult was here for them i learned all the details when i came here i didn't even knew that there was a war so recently in this area of our very, so, very fresh yeah yeah so they like, they they're doing great actually for what happened like so recently yeah history wise yeah it is. They're doing amazing. I mean, I'm really astonished with their their whole community and country and everything.
1: I mean, and we've gotten like very different perspectives just from this podcast. I mean, Slovenia, Bosnia, Croatia, mm-hmm. Montenegro. We we are only missing basically Serbia, which we haven't done. And then we get like all of the perspectives from the Yugoslavian war. Let's say, okay. so it's yeah, it's really really interesting to hear all that. um, yeah. like Bulgaria make makes me like a little bit um, like it's a little bit similar maybe to Hungary in terms of it being its own thing, like having its own language and not being really a part of the neighborhood countries in a way. Or am I like reaching out, reaching too much?
2: (laughs) Really? I don't know. Actually, I don't know anything about Hungary as well. So I cannot say (laughs) if it's the same or not. I don't have any close encounters to say, okay, definitely not or yes. Yeah, yes. the
1: only thing that I would say from Hungary is that like um it's also very close, for example, to Austria and Slovakia, so the language could be similar, but it's completely different uh, cultural. They have the cultural. own
0: family of the language. Yeah, Hungary.
1: and it even culturally, like Budapest yeah, and all the cities different. in Hungary, they they're very different from Slovakia. And is Bulgaria like very different, let's say, from uh North Macedonia, Romania? Albania, Kosovo, mm, as well.
2: I yeah, definitely, definitely very different. Not only like location wise, but also people. I, I mean, you you know that um, where we are based on this piece of land, there's uh, politics, history, things that they teach us, things that people and generations remember, the language and the stories and everything, perspective and so on so definitely different from what macedonians know for uh, other countries and themselves definitely different than kosovo and how they feel about themselves and other countries around them and so on so on but for sure uh Mm. we maybe do have our own thing because you know as basically like every football team we all think that we are the best and the worst in the same Mm. time (laughs) that's it that's it we we are all in our uh small ball and we think (laughs) about our yeah bubble exactly and we think about ourselves and uh, if you don't even travel and communicate with people you know that what is around you is the truth but when you go outside of it you see that the picture is much bigger and different and flexible and the boundaries are expanding to things that you're like, aha, maybe I should question that before I take it as a granted truth, you know? So, yeah, I think it's very complex. (laughs) Mm
1: -mm, No, for sure. And even its location, like it's super close, for example, to Istanbul. It's not that far away.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Completely (laughs) different.
1: Completely different. And and even like I would say, like, also Northern Macedonia, which I'm also very uncultured in because I, I would think, like, it has a history with, with Greece, with, mm-hmm. which it does. But then the language is shared with Albania, not with Greece. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't really understand. And I hope we do find someone from the country that have that podcast, but it's also, like, kind of different from B- Bulgaria and uh, Kosovo, yep. the same thing. So yeah. its location is just, like, yeah, fascinating to yeah.
2: me when you were on the topic about the Istanbul, I had an Erasmus uh, friend uh, from Turkey and he asked me the strangest question ever in my life. <laughs> and I still remember it until this day. He was like, Nikoleta, do you hate me? And I'm like, Why would I hate you? Well, I'm from Turkey. We have a feud, you know, we had war and we were like uh, slaving you and everything. And I'm like, yeah, but that was like 100 years ago. I don't know your grandparents and grandparents, <laughs> like old old parents like oh. i have no idea who did it who his idea was i don't even know if it was uh, real or if it was yeah, true i have gross. no memory of that so because he
0: felt like it. he's a ottoman soldier i'm sorry Nicoleta, for killing know. everybody right there like it was i don't know what was 100 year. years ago <laughs>
2: I honestly don't know what was his uh, backup story for that question. Yeah. But just was like, no, I don't hate you. You didn't do anything wrong with me. You didn't say anything hurtful. You didn't do anything. So I don't hate you. I don't have a reason to. And it was like, "Hmm, OK, <laughs> that was like, what the heck?
0: Sometimes I hear Turkish people saying that they sometimes travel to Bulgaria because things there are cheaper and kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I hear a lot of this but more shit I didn't (laughs) didn't know about this
2: yeah yeah there is like unspoken (laughs) tension between our cultures that Mm -hmm. we know and they know but we try not to uh, get to it because it's like why would we ruin such a good relationship now that we have then bring it back the past and what it was and I don't really understand those people that do that so it's like why 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 do you do that? Enjoy <laughs> it today. Tomorrow maybe it will not exist. Why do you bother?
0: <laughs> That's the feeling. That's the vibes. <laughs> <Yeah. For
2: sure.
1: laughs> we we actually didn't even ask uh Nikki where are you from in Bulgaria? Are yeah, you from Sofia? Probably. Are you from like the, the cities close to the Black Sea? Which yeah, because actually the like, country is huge. It's, yeah, it's it is very, very huge. Like, and it doesn't probably. have that many people. Like I think it's like yeah. seven uh six million probably. Around the-
2: yeah, very decreasing through the years because uh, after the crisis in 2008, I think everybody started going. And much earlier, but then it starts like the big numbers. Uh, and you can find Bulgarians in South Africa, Japan, uh, Australia, everywhere. We are everywhere mm-hmm. in the world. I am from a small, small village next to Varna,
3: which or, is called
2: Three Celsi, so I'm like from a very small village there, very close Where is... to the sea.
1: Oh Varna. yeah, Varna, close yeah. to the yeah. sea. Oh yeah, yeah. right here might next but... to the Black Sea, Varna. Yeah,
2: yeah. Might so be,
0: the... might be very beautiful
1: right there.
2: Yeah, but the village doesn't have a, a direct access to the sea, but it's very close. Uh,
1: what is again? Uh, sorry, the name of your village.
2: I can I can write it in the chat. Actually. So, okay, so you can copy. right? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, I found. Yeah, it's pretty close yeah. to the beach, pretty yeah. close to the seaside. Actually.
2: Into the city has only. Oh yeah, yeah. Right here,
0: here, yeah. Oh yeah, super oh, close, super close, super close, and actually very small. Very small. You know everybody awesome. from there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Probably,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh First. my
1: god. And like, okay, so what? is from your point of view, the biggest difference from, let's say, Varna, a city next to the Black Sea and Sofia, the capital of the country.
2: Well, like in here, like the same in Croatia, Varna people more chill, easy going. We are here for a good time, not for a long time. Uh, so few people busy business deals money traffic uh, corruption uh, uh, (laughs) more politics i guess uh, much more Uh, high standards um, higher goals and i don't know aiming for the big checks where in varna you can have also that too but you cannot feel it in a way or maybe nowadays Mm. you can i haven't been there for a real long time so i again I can say that in, when I was in Sofia, it was much more busy and uh, you know goal orientated, as in in Zagreb. But if you go there, it's more like even the traffic lights are a little black. Traffic lights are a little bit slower, and you you can feel the breeze and everything goes just much easier.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and on, so I was just gonna talk about the Black Sea because I, I actually I don't know much about the the Black Sea. How different like it can be from the Mediterranean, for example, but oh, I guess it, it.
2: <laughs>
0: can imagine. how cold is it? Can you surf uh, right there? now? nah, nah it's the sea. Yeah. I
2: think it is uh, warmer than Mediterranean, uh, even during the different mm-hmm. seasons. But mm-hmm. uh, for waves, we don't have that many beaches that have prov- that are providing that kind of uh, environment for surfing. The thing is that um, most of our beaches are uh, populated with sand and we don't have that many rocks, so the water is murkier and it's not mm-hmm. clean. I mean, it is clean, but it's not clean so, so you can see what is under. And also the flora inside of the water and the, the seaweed in there and the fish that is living there is completely different. So and that's why it has this blackness in it because of the the environment in, in the plants mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: it is, yeah, it is quite interesting. It, and
2: it was, yeah,
1: I was gonna ask, like, about the other, uh, let's say, bigger city also in next to the Black Sea called Burgas. Like, since you're from, is there like a rivalry from Varna to Burgas and so, like, two <laughs> big cities next to the Black Sea in Bulgaria?
2: Uh, let me think about it. <laughs> um, mm, I don't. I don't think so. I think, uh, yeah, probably little bit uh, from the people that are like very, uh, how to say, uh, that keep the city where they come from close. To, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> close to their heart. I think there could be some mm-hmm. kind of comparison and stuff. But every city is um uh, developing in different pace and has different advantages and disadvantages. But maybe in my um my memory, I think Burgos was also getting quite high in ranking because of the airport, the infrastructure, and how much good things the mayors were doing for the city. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. there is a definite competition of uh, which city is better. And there was one contest, the best city for living in 2020, in 2011. And Mm -hmm. like they were moving this uh, kind of uh, award uh, every year. So... Yeah. And
0: it's pretty cool. I mean, the tourism there is kind of decreasing because of the low cost, right? Because mm-hmm. I do remember when I was living in Poland that I was, I could find some flight tickets, like, like, you know, low cost flight tickets from Ryanair to Burgas or to Warna. I don't remember which airport was it, probably Burgas. And sometimes it was actually very cheap. And people like Polish people are saying that they were, they have been traveling a lot to Bulgaria because of it. So yeah, and yeah, really people are actually no recommending me a lot to to go to Bulgaria, but didn't have time. I'm mm-hmm. still on my bucket list as well. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> to be honest, I'm oh. just seeing pictures and it looks lovely. Both both part, cities, Varna, Varna and and Burgas. But it is interesting. Like from your point of view, which one of the two would you say has more tourists? More or, tourists. Or, or, or is getting more. T- tourism in terms of, uh, mm-hmm. like, people's eyes outside of Bulgaria?
2: Mm-hmm. I think because of uh, the connections, uh, like the transportation-wise, I think Varna, but nowadays it might be Burgas because also, around Burgas, there is, like, a lot of um, things to see, like nesebar and other small cities and archaeological sites. And, uh, mm. of course, if... They developed already some kind of um, village tourism as well. So there's more things to see in both areas, but I guess depends on the preference.
1: Yeah. And I guess you can also, like, grab a boat from Varna to maybe Ukraine or Russia. (laughs) I don't know how it works in Russia, but maybe Ukraine.
2: I don't know. Maybe it is possible. Yes. I don't (laughs) know how people get... uh on a ferry from one city close to varna and then go to uh georgia very easily
1: oh to georgia yeah wow yeah.
2: because georgia oh yeah oh, wow cross... yeah
1: yeah crossing I... literally all of the black sea
2: <laughs> yeah yeah i sent them off with the bikes and they got their bikes on the ferry and they went to georgia
1: oh my god that is amazing actually wow yeah
2: <laughs> they were cycling around and i was like what you go to Georgia with a ferry, and they were like, "Yeah, we have tickets." And I'm like, "I want to see that." And they were like, "In the ferry and go." i well, I didn't <laughs> even know that." <laughs> oh then.
1: my god, no, yeah. that is amazing. That is amazing. And you had a great bike in in, in Zagreb. I do miss that bike, though. Do you yeah. still have it?
2: Yes, I still I still have it. I still use it 99 percent of the time for transportation here.
1: <laughs> I I would love. For that to happen to me again because i would only use my car for traveling and not for like going to places because exactly. i don't really like it i want to mm-hmm. be somewhere where i can just take my bike and stroll to the grocery store stroll yep. to cafe bar mm-hmm. wherever to the it's center just so to good. the new
2: city
1: yeah yeah it's just so good just to get that breeze and choose yeah, to exactly. <laughs> and the freedom is so different because obviously by car you have freedom but with a bike you can like hop on wherever you want like yeah, you totally you different. dictate your own road in different a way Different vibes
0: yeah. for sure, yeah,
1: I like No it.
2: traffic lights sometimes
1: <laughs> <laughs> done, done, done nothing like that,
0: no, yeah. no, no, when I used to live in faro like i I couldn't i couldn't know I didn't know why people were using car right there because exploring mm-hmm. the city with bike was people cool. I could choose the the road i I wanted, and I was reaching yeah. places actually, you know, um. In a minimum time that people would reach if they would go by car, so yeah, yep. was well, actually I, I really it's the mentality.
1: It's the mentality. Right. Like Portuguese people, they just they only know cars. Yeah. <laughs> they only yeah. know cars. Yeah. So yeah. that is a set part. But um, actually, we can dive a little bit into the language because before the podcast, we were talking a little bit, and uh, you were saying how how different it is still from the the Balkan countries up. Um, Bulgaria and also from obviously Albania, um, Kosovo, and um, North Macedonia. So, you, you're saying something really interesting actually, um, about like uh, let's say the how how close it can be from Russian when Croatian people hear you speak. Yeah. Was that
2: yeah, there's there some time, uh, in even before I start speaking Bulgarian, they think that is Russian, but it it is not because, um. It is it is different again. It's like it could sound in their ears like a dialect or something because it has similar uh, structure. But then again, if I ask them what did what did they say, and they're like, "But I don't know. I got this word and this word, but I have no idea." <laughs> so it's hmm. like, well, <laughs> if so, you knew Russian, you would know, right? But you don't, so.
0: <laughs> I don't know. pretty cool. And you guys actually use Cyrillic, right?
2: Yes, completely. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. clean c- lyric, no any different um, Latin letters, no special characters whatsoever. We have our own hieroglyphs, cool.
1: like just like Georgia, just like Georgia. We we're talking about it's Whoa, so interesting. Like, it the, like the alphabet is so different, it, I don't understand. It's hey, so in Georgia,
0: it was like. I don't know, people were drawing or kind of stuff. Like, it was pretty <laughs> yeah. different. I mean, when people were typing to me in Georgian, I was like, bro, what are you trying this- to draw something about myself, about you and I? What the fuck is that? Is it like a Morse code?
2: <laughs> yeah, it can come across as a what the heck moment. <laughs>
1: uh, and, and And also, I was just searching here a little Mm -hmm. bit now going a little bit away from the language like there's something called the rose valley in bulgaria i was just finding a little bit more but i guess it's a region so it's not in like just a little thing in a city so it's a whole region
2: yeah it's not actually in the city because it's um in the middle of the country close to mountains and smaller villages and cities and it's a region where people like if you have a region in Italy where it's like uh, populated with grapes and they're producing wine for mm-hmm. us, that's that region, but with the rose. There, oh, it's
1: like a vineyard, but for roses. Okay.
2: Yes, they, they produce them there. They take care of them and they populate the land with as much as possible in different kinds of roses. And they make, I have a, even a, lip balm from rose if you can see it
3: oh, oh. okay
1: you, you have
2: perfumes like small uh soaps and all that gets as a care package in the hotels or when you want to get something for your loved ones as a present from bulgaria how we smell like roses
1: <laughs> that is actually nice. I've, I've never heard about that in my life Very nice. like a yeah. like a rose thingy Maybe yeah, a i'm actually
0: googling now the I mean, the dresses, like, the dress, like, you actually, you guys use, like, special dresses for collecting the roses. Pretty cool. Yeah.
2: It's called Nusia. What is the name? Uh, Nusia. It's like, yeah, it is a traditional wear you can use for this kind of um, rituals, let's say, or special events when you have a celebration or, like, a, custom party like you follow a tradition and you have to do some kind of a pagan ritual involved you have to be dressed and you have to have that um uh, um wear in a way we have lots of these kind of holidays where we do weird things <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah
1: and yeah it's it's literally as you said like in the middle of the country like in close to a city called Kazanluk Kazanluk yeah, cousin look. yeah, <laughs> and I was just cousin yeah, Luke. Luke. Cousin Luke.
3: <laughs>
1: and and yeah, I, I was reading a little bit, and actually I, i've I've never seen these in my life. like a um let's say, yeah, like you said, like a vineyard, like the same style of uh, tourism, yeah, but concept. for roses,
3: yeah, yeah, concept,
1: yeah. yes, yeah. thank you for the word. <laughs> and the like a, and then, um the items sold are yeah, based in roses, and then you can even collect oh. roses. And wow, that is actually quite fascinating. You You can
2: make even oil from it, have it in small samples and put it like behind your ears or use it in your cosmetics or make your own cosmetics with it. It's just real nice.
3: Wait, wait, preface preface a little bit. Why
1: behind the ears?
2: Uh, Because especially for women, these are the spots where the pulse is radiating the most of heat and also the wrists. So when you put your perfume here and here, Spreading more smell and more aroma oh. around you.
0: Great to learn oh, that! Yeah. Great to learn that. Yeah. Let's, right start, let's start. Let's start right, right here. Done. You gotta yeah. smell it ears. in yeah. the nightclub. Yeah. In when you, <laughs> yeah, when you're
2: excited, your whole um aorta here, the whole vein, the big way, the biggest vein is pulsating, so it's uh, kind of radiating the smell. Uh, like, uh, oh, like what? Great, yeah. yeah.
1: Wow, I gotta go pick some of the roses oil. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I was gonna say Karlovac now. Karlovac, the city <laughs> in Croatia. Oh no!
3: Wait, yeah, like li- no... Karlovac. Uh,
2: you can also <laughs> Google kukeri. Kukeri. Yeah, that's a one winter uh, tradition to dress up in a very interesting costumes. Is it a yeah. kind
0: of rose festival or?
2: No, no, it's a different one. But you can... I want to see your mm. expressions when you Google.
0: So, okay. Tell me
1: how, well, to, how, type to, it. how to type it. Uh,
2: I yeah, I will see
1: Yeah. I'm here Maybe. in the chat. Okay. Cookie Kukiri. Yeah. Kukiri. Let me see what this is. I hope
2: okay. it will appear immediately.
1: Let me see. I'll, I'll put... Oh, yeah. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Oh! What? These... Oh! Wait, Joan, this reminds me of yeah, the winter Slovenia. carnival Slovenia, right? from Slovenia. Slovenia right? Yeah. Yeah,
2: We have the same. So during the winter, we have a one day oh. that we burn trees, tires, and evil spirits and everything that it was bad through the year.
0: Jesus, very just... dark.
2: Yeah. It is the same they concept pagan... as the one
1: from... Slovenia, yeah, yeah, pagan rituals, yeah, basically. Fagan,
2: yeah, and uh, we dress up, and especially the, the male uh, representatives put a lot of uh, fur, uh, teeth, bells from the cows and the other animals, and they dance and just hop around and have, like, big um, sticks and chase the evil spirits. and fireball. Uh, at- Yeah, fireball.
1: <laughs> Why and have they... I never seen a horror movie with these costumes and with this well... tradition? Come on. This I is your I time for being a
0: director. You know?
1: I will write about in shit, bro. under five minutes right now.
2: Actually, oh my god, there is a actually, there is an animation series about Kukiri,
0: animation what? series, not a movie. Yes, Kukiri, okay. yes, got to know about
1: uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my research based on that animation yeah. series. What is the yeah, name of and, that animation series? Uh,
2: cook, I think it was called uh, Kuk, Zlatna Tayabalka. And uh, mm. it's made in English as well. Uh, it was a startup. I will. Um, or do- because wrong, startup. these
1: these costumes are very different from the ones that uh, that our guest from Slovenia showed us, right? Yeah, there, yeah. I,
0: I don't know the Slovenian name for it, but I
1: forgot as well. I forgot as well. But, but yeah, it's but, similar. But you. I remember the costume for you.
0: For you, it's different. It's yeah,
1: a hundred percent different. Yeah.
2: And. Say that the creators of the animation animation series actually were working before for Cartoon Network, so the quality is,
3: Um, yeah, okay, Mm, very nice.
2: If you want to feel more the culture and the vibes about our past traditions and everything, these animations with the music, the singing, and the mythology behind it, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, me, it makes me cry. I don't know about you, but you will let me know later.
0: Uh, for you, I mean, I got Mexican friends who watched, you know, Coco, and they were like crying and kind of stuff because you know, <laughs> uh, it's it's the feeling that you got with your with your Earth and now being well represented for animations yeah. Yeah. and yeah, for sure, yeah. I can imagine
2: representation. That's the word.
0: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the word.
2: That's the word. That's
1: the word. I agree. And I will say a lot of Eastern Europe. Lex in representation exactly. i know nothing about belarus i know yes. nothing about romania i know nothing about bulgaria where exactly. are the producers giving scripts or making shit know. about eastern europe i will say this year we did have a great i will talk about horror but we did have a great horror film about mm-hmm. romania i oh, think really? it did represent quite nicely um, um mm-hmm. and the film has an amazing and amazing director and a protagonist which she's from it follows one of my favorite horror films ever um and yeah i really do um i'm i'm speaking trying to remember the name of the film but i literally okay. forgot <laughs> I but should, I, will... yeah,
3: I was just waiting the yeah yeah Wait. we all
1: we all and also Wait. the listeners <laughs> Wait, I okay, she's called Micah Monroe. I'm opening her, her IMDb, and the film is called Watcher. Yes, Watcher, Watcher. Watcher. All right, okay. Watcher, a great film. Um, and people Writing, and l- Watcher, trust me, because I'm saying this because, um, a lot of the team is from Romania and they speak mm-hmm. a lot of Romanian in the movie. A lot awesome. of let's. That is why I'm I'm saying this because a lot of Hollywood films and uh, American films they go to European countries and you never hear the European language of the country in the film and I like like you're two like...
2: sentences maybe <laughs> maybe they put some I have I've I have actually heard lots of uh, small phrases in uh, very popular movies like where mm. they do some small short scenes in Sofia or in other cities and they really mm. cast one. Bulgarian person or two, <laughs> and they exchange some broken Bulgarian in between. But yeah, 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 yeah. They, we need more. We need more so we can say, okay, hold on, what is this that I'm hearing? You know,
0: 100%. pretty cool, pretty cool. And we could uh, kind of start one thing in our podcast, like ask our guests to recommend a movie from from the country, like from its country. What do you think? That'll like, be yeah,
1: like, a piece of content. Yeah, a piece of entertainment. Very good. Could be yeah. movie, a show, documentary, something. Yeah. Then, then the viewers could then have to like learn a little bit about the country or just like see something. Yeah, or
0: the movie that you like from your country or mm-hmm. just one thing that you want to share. Do you know any yeah. any any movie or a thing that you mm-hmm. like to share with us? Like your favorite Bulgarian movie, kind of stuff. Uh
2: wow, I I I honestly don't watch a lot of uh, Bulgarian productions. This animation series is my favorite one, mm-hmm. actually. I, okay. I know that I remember one really cool and fresh movie with the Bulgarian actors that were really good, but the name I really cannot remember. I can give you later the, mm-hmm. the title, but now on the top of my head I just cannot think no about it. No worries, we're going
0: to recommend for our listeners animation. in the description. In the, description. Okay,
2: okay. Yeah. In the animation series, and also the animation. I already did it. Yeah,
0: yes, yes, yes.
1: special pretty good. Really cool tradition, actually. And, and I was... please,
2: please, let me know what do you think about the the sound work in that uh, animation series. Soundtrack. I, I promise you you right. will have uh, goosebumps. I promise. Uh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. Real? really,
2: Yeah, the whole music, the, the specialists doing the music were oh, amazing.
1: Mm. Okay, okay, definitely. I, w- I was going to mention another tradition that you guys have. Maybe mm-hmm. you also can speak a little about a little bit about it, which is Baba Marta. Did oh, I yeah. pronounce it right, Baba yeah. Marta?
2: Yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect pronunciation. Okay,
3: okay, okay. yeah.
2: Yeah. So Baba Marta is uh, traditionally celebrated during a uh, season of March.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this that's is my mom's name, name Marta. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. <good.
2: laughs> <laughs> so the whole month is uh, dedicated to that holiday, but mostly um, more uh, active is during the first two weeks because uh, before before the first of March, everybody in the schools in the kindergartens or at home prepares threads like a white and red uh, entangled together or creating some Figures like uh, the male and the female, like Marta and Pijuipenda. These are the names of the, um, how to say, uh, the figures that you create with those threads. And uh, they represent like also for good health and uh, a lot of prosperity. And you can make any wishes, actually, when you create those kind of uh, like mostly uh, bracelets and also, how do you call them? Brushes? Broshes? When you oh paint, the um,
1: the brochures yeah yeah the um, yeah we, broach. we have I,
2: broach yeah you can pin, brush. pin uh, yeah
1: I think we say like brush. brush in Portuguese or something it's yeah it's that little like uh thing that goes on on the on uh-huh. like a jacket uh-huh. or or, or, exactly. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 like a pin yeah like a yeah. crasha could be like the Pokemon crash thingies yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like that yeah you like can the- give
2: them away to your uh like classmates or friends and uh, the tradition is whenever after hanging it uh, on your on yourself or on your hand mostly on the wrist during that month of march if you see um how it's called um bloom tree or a special bird that is called oh my god now my uh multi uh, dictionary is getting confused
3: <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: uh, in Bulgarian, <laughs> in uh, in Croatian, is Roda, in English, in
1: we'll let the viewers do the translation.
2: <laughs> I have no idea, <laughs>
1: no worries, no worries. I also don't know like bird names or fish
0: names in English from Portuguese. Oh
2: my so... god,
0: that's shake my head off as well.
2: But... I cannot remember. Uh, in most of the uh, associations with that bird, the bird is bringing the babies.
3: Um, oh, the
1: stork! Wow. The stork's the, stork. the stork. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. That's
2: it. Segonha in
1: Portuguese. Stork, yes. Okay, stork.
2: nice. We got it. <laughs> so oh if you God. see a stork or a bloom tree, you can remove the martinica and hang it there somewhere on a tree. And that this means that you kept the ritual for the full time and you will be healthy, and your whole year for your family and relatives will be fruitful, successful, and nice. <laughs>
3: mm. Pretty good, uh. Marta. Good. Yeah,
2: good, Martha Yes, that like something Mark. like uh, making a good uh, omen for the spring and uh, the goddess of uh, prosperity kind of to be everything good in harmony and mm. great.
1: I love it, and I will say, when I saw the name. It sounded like a Mexican urban legend, Baba Marta, it Baba like, sounds, Marta. Like, yeah. sounds like something like the Chupacabra or something like that. And I was like, what the hell is this going to be about? And very, very I Spanish. just read a little bit and I was
3: like,
0: is oh, this is lovely. <laughs> oh, Quite <so> different.
3: A <laughs> little
0: Amazing. bit, a little bit. My dears, we are coming to an eight and a half an hour podcast.
2: Already? Oh, yeah, it's wow. so
0: fast. <laughs> yeah, like one, one hour now? already one hour already
2: that was but
0: <laughs> before finishing our podcast Guilherme yeah. wants to do the question he does every single episode so bro finish it with the golden you know, key what? yes yes yes
1: yes so Nikki we always end with this question which is okay. like something that you would maybe answer when you meet some people abroad when you went to Croatia and you said okay. oh I'm from Bulgaria because of this and I love this so the question is What is the thing that makes you the most proud about being from uh, Bulgaria? What would you answer?
2: Oh, <laughs> well, um... wow, I should pick only one.
1: You can be as many as you want, yeah. Like the thing that really de- defines your love. For um for Bulgaria and what 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 you say to let's say people in Croatia when uh, they ask you where you're from and then you say this and then because of this yeah, okay. just
0: open your heart for your country okay. like just open okay. being okay. patient
2: <laughs> mostly uh, the, the first is, yeah the first association I would say the food and what we have as a, the white cheese and the yogurt I just all I right. Think, I cannot imagine a life without Bulgarian cheese existing and the yogurt that we have. For you guys, is yogurt for us is sour milk or kisielomliako, so it's just completely different. Uh, how to say a selection of taste. So I really recommend you when you go there to, um, like refresh your palate and try it. Uh, the food, of course, and I would say. Um, well, t- traditions and uh, the, how, how uh, hard working the people are, and also all my friends, how open they are towards uh, strangers, new things, how welcoming they are, and uh, how they also try to battle that skepticism with not trusting on the first someone and being like mm-hmm. completely open and being like, I trust you come. Give me your experience. Let's share. Let's explore. Uh, that's what I like about uh, Bulgarian Bulgarian people in general.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: Amazing, hey guys. Yeah. So, hey viewers, guys. you already know come to Bulgaria, eat some yogurt, and have fun. Jeez. Say, fuck Croatia. One, two, three.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> come on. We, we could go in both places. They all have. Just travel across place.
1: all of the Balkans. That's it. <laughs> if you have yeah, time and money, yeah. do it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, but for sure. Even...
3: I
1: was just gonna say even... I, I I was just yeah. like on the Fets on the facts website and I just literally found out like this headline: the yogurt in Bulgaria is amongst the 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 world's best. <laughs> and I was like, what? That is I mean, interesting. Actually,
2: we have our yeah. own bacteria that makes it different. That's why. Ah. Yeah, Lactobacillus bulgaricus. So it has even Lacto a lot of <laughs>
0: yeah. people in
2: Japan right. pay extra money to get Bulgarian yogurt. People in Japan mm-hmm. love it there. All right. Yeah. I definitely I mean, have to taste it. are for, different for sure. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. Hmm. Maybe you have there Bulgarian are stores in Portugal that where you can find it.
0: Probably actually, yeah. Maybe Portugal, maybe. I'll like, Brazil. I will try to do maybe it. It might be hard.
1: I, I am still trying to find one thing, uh, salsa Alessandro from my Costa Rica podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to find that sauce so I can make galopinto. I haven't oh, forgotten. There is. There
3: I'm is. still those, trying to shops. find that
1: damn sauce. I uh, am so sorry. I still haven't found it, but I will do it. I don't care. I'll I'll go to Lisbon. I'll try to find a, any store in there, like a Central American <laughs> store, something. I'll find the salsa lisanda.
3: Yeah, yeah, so those we'll,
0: Venezuelan if... stores for sure. you to find it. Like, mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Nicoleta, uh, thank you so much for this episode. It Was pretty cool to get to you know more than Harry Potter about the <laughs> More <laughs> than My pretty cool. Crumbs.
2: I like this association, actually, because Harry Potter was the reason I learned English. All right. And, yeah, Mm. and uh, a lot of older people, when they think about Bulgaria, they think about Christos Twitchkov and football representatives. All right. And drama and pop folk.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And Harry uh, Potter is you? also the reason why Victor Kroon learned English, because of Hermione <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, because in the movie he couldn't speak English, I don't know if you guys remember. And I then suddenly, suddenly he met Hermione and he started speaking oh. English. <laughs> oh.
2: Well, hard-working people, what can I say? Uh,
0: because well, he was a wizard, he was just using, yeah. you know, the we He had
2: few lines,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Our- I, I would learn Jap- Japanese for Emma Watson, so so I get him. Oh, I get him. I okay, get him. okay. All okay. right, all right, all right.
3: Try we to got make it, my move over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Amazing, my listeners. Thank okay. you so much for reaching until the end of this podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Here is in the sure. description. You can find the link tree where you can find our links for following us and also mm-hmm. to listen in different platforms. And yeah give us a we like all
1: share the same handles podcast WWP guys and can't wait to listen to you back again next week with another country so see you all Goodbye. Oh, bye bye guys